into the top ten horses in the country off his dominant three-deep cover win in the Kingsford Smith Cup on Saturday. Top ten horses in the country? I would think so. I'm going to yeah. go with yes because he we haven't got to the bottom of him. Um, he just keeps raising the bar. And on, on Saturday I was like, oh, he just he did it to me at Gosford. I, I, he's never really been in my calculations because yes. he's always just going – Bang, 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 bang. And he doesn't have figures that suggest that he should be winning those races. But that's because he just keeps raising the bar. He does. So I made him my lay of the day. We've both made him lay of the day in his first two runs this prep. And we've been proven wrong. Uh, but that's what, he, that's what he seems to do. That horse, uh, I made a case to a mate earlier today. If he comes out and wins the Stradbroke in, in a fortnight at his 10th career start, he will have won the same amount of Group 1 wins as Giga Kick. In the same amount of starts. Yeah, good effort. Good effort. Obviously good effort. no Everest, but... And, yeah. and won more races. So. Well, it'll be interesting because they'd have to be, they'd have to be in Everest calculations be. now. Because, yeah, just we haven't got to the bottom of him. He's, yeah, just you don't know how good he is. So yeah. um, it's... Uh, until you get to the bottom of him, we just... We really don't know. That's right. Well, hello, punters. Welcome to the weigh-in. Uh, that was, of course us discussing think about its win in the group one kingsford smith cup on saturday at eagle farm he was too good for converge rothfire the local hope he was good there in third and a few nice runs from out the back uh, of course the other group one on the day the queensland derby the market wanted to be with kovalika and he was too good for them uh backed up his third in the doom and cup to win the win the queensland derby so it made a couple of nice horses winning group ones on saturday yeah definitely uh i Best of luck in behind yep. runners, but he didn't have much room. I don't think he would have beat the winner, but he's right back on track. Yep. Um, he's a horse that's sort of mixed his form in the past, probably best suited on top of the ground. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see him wherever he goes next. Is he going to the Stradbroke? He is. Uh, I think he's got 55 in the Stradbroke or 55 and a half. So he might meet, uh, think about it, a kilo and a half worse, I think is what I was I was looking. Yeah, well, I think um, it's probably, he, he's probably got a little, more, a little bit more in hand as well. Yes. Yeah, the gap between runs It was over a long way from home, wasn't it? <laughs> like it was, uh, and he's, he's beat um, probably like if, if we're going to talk about him as a uh, a genuine weight for age star in his four year old campaign, he, he hasn't beat up on those horses yet. Yep. But he did measure up to some of our better horses, even yep. though Zaki was below his best um, in the Doomben Cup. And you wouldn't say that Quetzal is one of the better weight for age horses in the country. So uh, I do think that he's probably got to go. Uh, to another level, that he definitely can, and he, he went to another level on Saturday on Grand Final Day because he just put those horses away. It was over in a couple of strides. Like yeah. you saw James pull out, and there was horses coming around him, and, and probably that was the the time of the race that you were probably sweating the most. Uh, yeah, I uh, think when he when he did yep. give him a little click up, he just made up two lengths in a, in a couple of strides. He did, he? yep. He, um, I was listening to the post-race comment from J-Mac and he, he said around the 1,000 where he popped out three wide there for a, for a furlong or so. He said, well, I thought if he's, if he's the horse that everyone thinks he is, I'm going to make him earn it. And um, he said, but yeah, he just travelled so sweetly and 
I mean, the barrier was handy from gate five, but yeah, it was it was over a long way from home. Yeah, it was, and he put him to the sword. So yeah. that's what you want to see. Um, and yes, we'll go for a spell now. We'll see if he measures up in the spring. Um, but yeah, he's a good horse. We can follow him. Not sure about if we want to follow anything from behind him. Promises kept was okay, but that sort of bubble mat might have burned. Another one for the mock file. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but we'll see what Kiramara and David Eustace uh, want to do with him. I, I would have thought that the, the, the Queensland derby was sort of a bit of an afterthought for him. Yeah. For a little while. So, um, interested to see him in the spring as well, but uh, the winner's the winner's done and horse you'd, you'd want to follow out of the race. 100%. I reckon a few of the second and third brigade will be off to Hong Kong, like most of the, the place getters in Queensland derbies have been in the last five or so years. Well, so. You know more about it than me. Yeah, plenty of them end up there. Um, so look for your Hong Kong derby next okay. year. There we go. Um, but, mate, we mentioned how the Stradbroke sort of starting to shape up. We've obviously had to think about it. It's now a $3 favourite for uh, Brisbane's most famous race in a fortnight. But the second favourite, Hawaii 5 he, uh, he was pretty impressive booking his ticket in the Fred Best Classic. He, of course, beat Yellow Brick, who um, didn't have the best of luck, but hard to say he could have beaten the winner. Uh, he looked like he had a little bit of left in hand. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Yellow Brick would have beaten the winner, even though he was taking the ground off in the concluding mm. stages. Well, the winner just travelled into the race yeah. like he was going to win from a long way from home. Yep. Eleventh uh, best last two hundred metres of the day, but he was only really asked for an effort in that last yeah. two hundred metres. So, uh, yeah, I think he did a terrific job. I, I don't think they've got to the bottom of him either. So he he can go to a different level on Stradbroke Day, and, and I think we were just talking before. Um, so he's SP around that four dollar fifty quote there. So we'd expect him to start around the same price in the Stradbroke, considering what happened to Bellana last yep. year. He said that he started about that fourteen fifteen dollar quote in the Fred Best, and he started about the same price in the Stradbroke. Yep. Um, Can Hawaii Five O win the Stradbroke? Yeah, no doubt. I, I, I have no doubt that he's yep. a, a Group One horse. Um, the former Andy was really good. That win at Hawkesbury, uh, and then. We haven't got to the bottom of him there. So yep. uh, no weight on his back. I, I'm confident that he can measure up, uh, especially um, considering the stable he's in. Yep. Look what they did with alligator blood. That's right. Race, yep. So. They're going to have two main chances, of course, Converge as well, who we, we touched on, but you would think Hawaii 5-0, according to the market anyway, the, the bigger hope out of the two of them. Yep. And yep. loses Nash. Rachel King goes on. Yep. Um, yeah, she Riding well. She, uh, I own a Merck absolutely perfectly yep. on Saturday. So if he draws an alley um, and he can just log right behind the speed, yep. uh, yeah, he's going to be hard to hold down. I think um, the barrier draw is going to be... Well, that's what I was going to say. All things being equal, say they the two main chances draw, I don't know, alongside each other in, in five and six and they get sweet runs in transit, who do you want to be with out of those races on Saturday? Think about it or Hawaii 5 Hawaii 5-0, yep. um, but not much between them. Um, mm. Maybe it's because Hawaii 5 has been one of my horses and, yep. and the other horse hasn't. He just keeps burning me. Yep. Um, yeah, probably a slight lean to the younger horse, but um, not much between them. Yep, I'm probably the same page, especially at the price. $3 very short in a Stradbroke. It is. Yep. It is always an open handicap race. Yep. Um, but many winning chances. Plenty of 50 to 1 shots when a Stradbroke, mm. so um, whether or not you want to be playing at the top of the market, I'll be interested in yeah. the final field, that's when I want to yep. um, sort of get involved with the race, but yeah, I think there's there's going to be plenty of winning chances on the day, and 
Um, those two are right at the top of the list. Yep, that's right. Uh, another group one on Stradbroke Day is the JJ Atkins. The uh, the main lead up to that was the BRC size produce stakes taken out by Safrado. Uh, he had to, of course, first win the race and then survive it in the uh, the stewards' room. Make a call. Who ran sixth? They fired in a protest. A um, little bit of interference around. I think it was about the hundred metre mark where Safrado rolled back to the fence. What did you make of the protest first? Yeah, definitely grounds for protest. Um... <sighs> It would have been a hard one to uphold, given the big margin, but mm. he wasn't going to run six, no. I can tell you that. He was um, he was either going to win the race or he was going to run second, yep. um, because I think he got to he got very close to the second horse, that yep. back, um, and he probably got to the winner's girth before he got chopped out. And given the fact that the winner was um, under real pressure yep. when he was travelling into the race with no clear galloping room, and then he got that run and he ducked back there. Yep. And as fast as he did, um, I I think the horse probably would have won the race. Um, so that means that I, if I'm a steward, I should be upholding, upholding the it. Yep. Um, yeah, I'll, I think it, it's a hard one because... You've seen, worse get, you've seen worse get upheld and, and probably others as equal to it dismissed. If so. he wins, he's, not, he probably, he's only going to win by a... A head, yep. head to a neck. It, it's like you, you, you're making up a bit of a margin, but yep. like if you ask me, I think it's a 50 50 call, but if you ask me if I think he would have won the race, I, I do think that he would have won the race. Yep. Going forward, can he win the JJ Atkins? Make a call. Yes. Yeah. Um, I thought the horse in Sydney, um, Tanyasa, yep. he was very good. China Horse Club, haven't they? Got some good two-year-olds. This this crop you've got, obviously. Snap back the other one there, and then Empire of Japan militarized. Of course, did the size champagne double. Don Corleone. Yep, she is. The right horses. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think um, oh, I really like that last furlong of ten houses. I think um, it was the ninth best last two hundred meters of the day in Sydney. But yep. he wasn't going to win. Um, he was never really going to win the race, and then he just in the years back over that last furlong and, and really savage the line. So he's yep. an interesting horse going forward and he, he was first up there off a little bit of a break too. So, yep. um, yeah, he's probably the one that I would want to take out of Saturday. But, yeah, make a call. I think that would have been a little bit of a bunched finish. Um, yep. And if, if you're going for a little bit of new blood, tan house mm. would be one for me. Yep, fair enough. Before we get to the Sydney sort of side of things, are there any horses out of those couple of races that we did touch on at, at Eagle Farm that, that you want to follow next start? Really, um, yeah. well, not outside of the obvious. Yeah, um, yeah, I think Make a Call was unlucky, um, and Hawaii Five O's. Well, those two, Hawaii Five O, and uh, think about it, um, they're going to go to Group One company now, yep. so you know, I can't really identify them as horses to follow. But yep. yeah, I think both of them. We haven't got to the bottom of both of them, and I'm really interested to see where they get to. Yep, me too. Uh, for me, I thought out of the. Uh, the Kingsford Smith Cup, uh, the fifth place getter, Shay Lowe. Um, she was the first mare home. Uh, I know the stable are keen to keep her fresh, so she'll skip the Stradbroke and go straight into a, a Tattersall's tiara uh, at the end of June. She's going to be really hard to beat there. I, I love that. I love backing horses in the, the Tats tiara or any mare's race, to be honest, where they get in at set weights there um, that have come back against racing against the boys. So we've seen the last few winners of the the Tiara come through the Stradbroke or the Kingsford Smith Cup. So I think Shay Lowe's the right horse for, 
for that profile. She was really good late. She was held up at a vital stage, probably had to wait to think about it to, to go um, before she could pop off the fence and, and hit the line likely, like she did. So she was first up since uh, the Sunshine Coast Cup, which is usually around Australia Day. So she was, she was fresh. Yep, yep, end of January. So she had three or four months. Um, I'm, I'm 95% sure that's right off the top of my head. Uh, and the other one was another mare in the last race, Aureus Angel. She ran third. Um, she was coming off a, a midweek Class 3 win uh, there at Eagle Farm over the 1,200 and stepped up at just her ninth career start. She's won four of a nine. Um, now, whether or not they go as high uh, to a to attach TR or Chris Munts won the race 12 months ago at Ipswich, the Gay Waterhouse Classic, which is a listed fillies and mares race, 1,200. I think they can go there with that horse and, and be winning winning that. So... Shalo and Aureus Angel, yeah, two mares to follow. Yep. Mares. Mares, yep. Mares in four, mate. We, uh, that's what they say. Exactly. Where were they Saturday? Rose Hill. They were at Randwick on Saturday. Randwick, even better. Uh, I love Randwick. Yeah, I love Randwick. Mm. Headquarters, it's, it's one of the better yep. places. Um, to have a bed. Yep. Uh, yeah, as I said, Tannhauser, he's one of my horses to yep. follow. There's, there's a, few, a few really good runs, actually. Um, I thought Poison on Ruler. Uh, was very good in the midway, uh, taken back from a wide draw, and was really strong. Yeah. Uh, second best last 200 metres of the day on the back of an even tempo for the class. He didn't have the best of luck. He was held up at, at a key stage, but really savaged the line. Yeah. He's just a, he's a horse that's sort of mixed his form in the past, but I, I definitely think he's in career best form. He won a strong form race at like Newcastle, Yep. Uh, three back, and then they he went twelve to fifteen hundred meters on a heavy track behind Raffle. Yeah. Um, and then he's gone back to twelve hundred meters here. Um, so he's a horse that sort of mixes his distances, but I think twelve thirteen hundred meters yep. is his go. Um, but I think we'll follow him. Poison, poison and ruler. Poison and ruler. Stick him in your black book. Uh, contemporary was a good run. Yep. Uh, race four. Uh, was that the other Godolphin horse that won the race in the end? Yishino yeah. with yep. uh, the kid on board, Zach yep. Lloyd. Um, this didn't have any luck. Uh, when it did get out, it really hit the line. Yeah. But it was on the back of a slow tempo for the class. Best last 200 metres of the day. Um, I thought Through the Cracks was really good. Mm. Um, that was in the feature race uh, won by uh, the horse that we backed. Yes, Conscript. Mm. Yeah, Through the Cracks. He was first up. Um, he's a horse that's had a lot of problems in his Yeah, time. a lot of ability, though. Like yeah, they've never got to the bottom of no. it. Um, and this was 1,100 metres, so that's yeah. not his trip. He, he's, I think he, won, he might have won a country championships or... Well, that's what I was just trying to think. Provincial championships, I think, yeah. Hmm. Um, back in the day, that would have been a long time ago, but or he started favouriting one of those races. Yeah. Um, Angela Davis has got him, so, yeah, provincial championships. Um, but yeah, twelve hundred meters to fourteen hundred meters would be his go. And, and I heard Angela on the radio saying that um, she was disappointed that it was eleven hundred meters. She thought uh, it was probably going to be short of his best, which it yeah. turned out that way. And if she could have found the right race for him, she would have been a little bit more confident. And then in the second to last of the day, this was a very fast race. Um, the race that Cisco Bay missed the start and got over the top of them. I thought super strike. He's yes. Good Is he about 50 to 1? Uh, he was $18. Might have found. Uh, hmm. Yeah, Richard Collett. Uh, he's oh, a, yeah. He, he ran super in that race, that mile and quarter race 
um, behind Glory Days. Oh, yeah. And he was yep. first up from that. So he, yep. he's been, well, he would have probably been about 80 days between runs or something like mm. that. Back in trip, 1,400 metres. I reckon probably he, he'll get back to that mile and a quarter. So yep. um, mile next time, yeah, he's going to be hard to beat. He drew bad too and he, he had to go right back. And yep. He only really got going that last furlong. And he he mm. had the third best last 200 of the day. So he's a horse we can follow. Lovely. Uh, anything else from, from the meeting? Uh, Zach Lloyd, he uh, copped another suspension. Uh, so but I think he got suspended on Thursday and then... And he I think, yeah, I think he copped another Saturday. one on Saturday. Okay, so yep. the, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's treading a very thin line. But mm. um, I love Zach. Uh, yeah. It's just because he's, in, he's desperate to win every race. Yep. He gives every horse every chance, um, but he does need to be a little bit more careful. Been watching too many, too many like Malcolm Johnson replays. Yeah, so what were they just saying before? Fifty-seven suspensions. I think it was 56. Yeah, so I think maybe, maybe we'll have to get Malcolm and, and Zach on a podcast together, and they can talk it out. Yeah, there might be a little bit of a Zach might be trying to gun him down. Maybe, maybe Zach. <laughs> catching up. I know Corey Brown was actually he he got into trouble like this at, at one stage. Yeah. Mm. I guess sort of Zach's chasing the Apprentices Premiership. Yep. So he's hungry. He is. But he um, can't win the Premiership from the sidelines. I know. Mm. I know. But he's not, he's not giving away anything. He's, no. He, if, if there's a race there, he's, he's, he's coming out on top of them. He's not too clear. Length's clear. He's pushing out. But yep. um, yeah, Ken Wright, the kid. Absolutely. Uh, looking ahead quickly to this weekend, it's the Queensland Oaks, just the one group one this weekend. Uh, the the main lead up won by Fireburn a fortnight ago, beat Renaissance Woman and uh, from the top of my head, Sakura Girl, the Kiwi filly, hung on for third. Uh, have you got any sort of opinion just looking at the, the market there? Is, is Fireburn off that win the other day the horse to beat or can, can Bjorn's runner, Renaissance Woman, sort of bounce back 2200, big track? I'm looking yeah. at it when it comes out. But Fireburn, um, great ride by Collett the other day. Yep. Um, there's been a bit of a market change today. Fair Subra mm. has firmed up. So, um, yeah, that was a good win in Adelaide. It was. So, mm. interested to see her and then Renaissance Woman. She's probably going to be equal to the best suited out to this trip. So, yep, yep uh, at least three chances. And then there's that... That other filly, Emma Cura, hmm. been, been, uh, been up on them at like Sunshine Coast. Yeah, I think, well, I've got a little ticket on her at decent odds, but she she won, I think, eight and a half lengths at Newcastle, on uh, her maiden, and then went to a class one at the Sunshine Coast last Sunday and beat them up again over... Yeah, I saw that win. Yeah. I saw that, yeah, she just got to the outside yep. and she powered over. She's 19th in the ballot order, so they start 18, so she needs one to come out. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see how she measures up. It is. Chris, Chris Lee's daughter. Yeah. Yeah, I know her. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Yep. Spanked them at Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yep. I know her. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I think I've backed her before. Yep. She didn't win when I backed her. No. But she, she, shame she didn't win that. She'd probably have enough prize money to yeah, right. scrape in. Well, hopefully, punters, we're talking, reviewing the meeting next weekend, and we're saying Emma Kura is a, an Oaks winner, or she at least got in the field to give us a run for our money. Uh, anything do you want to finish off with today, mate? No, who knows? Um, Changing this podcast, um, getting it out earlier for the punters, yep. maybe on a Saturday night, yep. straight after the races mm. when all this is fresh. Hot off the press. Hot off the press.
Yes. Yeah. Like the underline. Underline. Yeah, all, right. Mm. all right, punters, thanks for tuning in. Have a great week. Hopefully we can find plenty of winners. And uh, if you do have a, a bet, please do so responsibly. That's right. Uh, of course, we've got the introductory offer as well for members only. So uh, up for the month, fifteen ninety nine for your first month, and then it goes back to the normal price. But that's less than, what are, what are we, fifteen ninety nine? What can you get for that? Three coffees flat out. Yeah. 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 Flat, off, flat out getting that. Almond, double shot, caramel, chai, latte. That's right. You wouldn't wouldn't be able to get a palmy. No, no way. No way. Better better value here. Yep. Yep. Come and join us.